1: Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Episode 115, Frugal Yard Maintenance and Landscaping.
0: Welcome to the Frugal Friends Podcast, where you'll learn to save money, money. embrace simplicity, and live a richer life.
1: Here are your hosts, Jen and Jill. Mm, mm,
2: mm, 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 mm. Welcome to the Frugal Friends podcast. My name is Jen. My name is Jill. And we are starting in on your summertime listener request today with a show all about making the most of your outdoor space, no matter how big or small, as inexpensively as possible. And that's it. That's what we're talking about today. Jill? Jill?
3: Everybody says it's what they want to talk about. I'm excited about this for many reasons. One of them being that I am about to own my own yard. Yes! Because I'm purchasing a home in Florida and we're going to be together so much. We're going to be eating the fruits of our labor. It's going to be your only home. It's not like you're purchasing a second home in Florida. (laughs) Did I make it sound that way? (laughs) Independently wealthy. Thanks to this podcast. Yes. Yes. (laughs) No, it's my first home. It's my only home. It's the home I will live in, and it's the home that I will frugally maintain my yard. Yes. So I'm excited to talk about this. And
2: we will probably have some more home buying and other episodes coming up. If you're in the Frugal Friends community on Facebook, you already kind of have an idea what's coming up this summer. So let's get into this episode. But first, our sponsors.
3: Our first sponsor comes from... Listeners like you, we love you guys. You are the third most important reason we keep doing this podcast behind, of course, Jen and I actually liking each other and the money. Let's be real. Mm-mm. And if you would like to support the show, head over to com slash support and you will find free and inexpensive ways that you can continue helping us and supporting us with very little effort. And just so you're aware, we're not just asking for donations. This is like no. a compilation of all of our referral links that we believe in, we use, and we think helps to save us money. But when you use these links, we also get a kickback. So it's a fun way to support us. And you can see the plethora of different links and ways that you can do that. FrugalFriends.com slash support. No. Yeah. FrugalFriendsPodcast.com slash support.
2: <laughs> yeah. Don't go to FrugalFriends.com. I don't know what's there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, the podcast doesn't make us enough money to afford second homes, but if it didn't support my Taco Bell addiction and fund itself, I probably wouldn't do it. So
3: (laughs) if I couldn't eat them
2: chalupas, then we out, we out, we out. And this episode is also brought to you by neighbor shame. Want to get your neighbor to mow their overgrown lawn? Send neighbor kids to knock on their door with a lawnmower various days throughout the week. The neighborhood kids will either make some money mowing the lawn or the neighbor will eventually be so shamed they will do it themselves. Neighbor shame. If you care more about your neighborhood looking nice than actually being nice, then partake. (laughs) (laughs) This is inspired by a true story. Uh,
3: I was going to ask, how did this, this idea come to you?
2: Because So I sit and my office is right in front of the window that looks out over my neighborhood. And my across the street neighbor, his lawn was an overgrown mess. And so these kids went up and knocked on the door with their lawnmower, no answer. And then they left. And fifteen minutes later, dude comes out with his lawnmower and does his lawn. And I was like, "Oh, he felt some
3: shame." That's how it's done. I don't normally condone shame as a motivator for action, (laughs) but you do, you. Yeah. Um, So
2: that's how I thought. Oh, I wonder that that could be a good way to get your neighbors to mow their lawn.
3: I would neighbor gentle nudge. That doesn't. Your neighbor gentle nudges
2: don't work. Have (laughs) you seen the news?
3: (laughs) No. (laughs)
2: Oh, my gosh. Yes. Good point. So today we are talking about how you can maintain your yard, whether you live in a house or an apartment or anything that you live in that has an outdoor space around it, how you can make the most of it for the least amount of
3: money and Mm -hmm. so that you don't get shamed by your neighbors. Yes. So I would imagine that we've got people on a on a whole spectrum here. Yeah. People who want nothing to do with their yard, they just kind of want it to maintain itself, and others who want everything to do with their yard and this is their area of biggest spending and mm-hmm. challenge and where a ton of money goes. And so I think I think we I mean we want to talk to all of you, find yourself somewhere On this spectrum, I will say for myself, I'm very excited to have a yard, not a big yard. I I don't want a lot to maintain. I do travel a lot. So, my goal is to make it pretty self sustainable, but I also want to have veggies. So, that's where I'm at on the spectrum. Yeah. Where are you at on that spectrum?
2: I am almost the opposite. I hate growing things. And I think it stems from the fact that I have a black thumb. I can't maintain a lawn, a garden, a flower, an herb. Like my mm. father-in-law is a farmer, and he will give us things and be like, "Oh, hey, here, you can't kill this, plant it." And I was like, "I'm like, watch me," and I kill it every time. So, <laughs> like, it's a challenge. Like, yeah, oh yeah, I'll show you. <laughs> I don't try; I just do it. And so, my idea of a frugal um maintenance for either plants or garden or anything outside would be as little maintenance as possible. Essentially, I would just have to put it in there and not do anything mm-hmm. to it. Mm-hmm. So Travis takes care of most of the lawn maintenance, thankfully, but that would be that's my definition of, yeah, I just want it as zero maintenance as possible.
3: But you do spend time outside. So it is important for you to be able to host outside Mm -hmm. and have it look nice. So I think, yeah, there's something for everybody with these articles that we're going through, even if you just use your area. Like, I just want to be able to sit there. I don't want to Mm -hmm. engage with the things that are outside, but I do want to be able to sit outside and put that together nicely in a frugal way.
2: Yeah. And I think so long longevity is one of the things we'll talk to talk about later but we spent a lot of money putting down pavers in our backyard mm-hmm. and our side and that was not cheap up front but those are areas of our outdoor we will never have to maintain we might you know spray some weed stuff on it once a year but so that to me is saving a lot of money that's dirt i don't have to look at that's grass i don't have to you know, saw it. I don't have to put down every so often. So stuff
3: like that. That's kind mm-hmm. of the mindset that I am Yeah. In. And it's time and energy, which is money as well. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to spend. Yes. So anyhow, the, one of the things that stood out to me on this first article is. Oh, did you say where it was from?
2: Oh, go ahead. Budgetdumpster.com. Ooh, we didn't say where it was from. I know. And I picked it. A because it was one of the first ones on Google, but B because it was from budget <laughs> And it's ten ideas for backyard landscaping on a budget.
3: The bag is budget dumpster.
2: They rent dumpsters for uh, on a budget. Oh. It's a budget dumpster rent,
3: right? It's great. It's right. great branding. Good for them. Yeah. The first thing that stood out to me on this article is a vertical garden. Yeah. And so I like this idea, first of all, for people who are short on space, if you've got a tiny yard or even just a little apartment and, and you don't have much outdoor areas, then creating a vertical garden on your wall or along your fence or somewhere, and it can be an inexpensive to make this, especially if you're reusing recycled materials, They suggested some bottles or maybe different containers that you can kind of string together or wire together. And I really like the different ideas that they list depending on your style and maybe what you have laying around. There's like four or five different ideas of how you could create your own vertical garden. One of my favorites on here was using like an old ladder or a fence or a wood pallet and then using wire to string up terracotta pots and hanging that in line or scattered, and putting some different herbs or or veggies that can grow in pots along that vertical garden. I even had the idea. I don't know if this is why that it's not listed in this article, but I was even curious if maybe even in watering it, if that would even help to conserve water if you had like little holes in the bottom of each planter. Oh my gosh! That I'm would sure. trickle down into the planters below it. I think that could mm-hmm. be. A benefit of having a vertical garden as well.
2: Yeah, I like the idea for if you have an apartment and you have a very small balcony, yeah, getting an old wooden ladder. You can for sure find one for free on Marketplace or something. Take some spray paint, spray paint that thing, a color that you love, mm-hmm. um, and then plant her sit very easily on, on a ladder. Mm-hmm. If you're worried about the terracotta, then... A plastic pots are very easy to find. And uh, I would maybe just drill a few holes in them and secure them like that way with like some kind of wire or something. But this is a really great option for people with small spaces. Mm -hmm. So I also liked if you have a small, if you just have enough for maybe like a garden or something, like a, a small box with some herbs or something, then. The first one they had on the list was mulch alternatives. I actually... It's very easy to find mulch, free mulch from like tree people. That sounded so bad. <laughs> How do you find
3: these tree people? <laughs> um, stump. Like tree people tree who, removal companies. and Yes, mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. the word
2: I'm looking for. <laughs> and stump grinders. Mm-hmm. So you can... Look those up and call. If you don't need a lot, you can usually just take a little or it's very inexpensive. Mm -hmm. Do never buy mulch from Lowe's or Home
3: Depot. Yeah, those
2: bags are expensive. Yeah, you definitely do not need to do that. Mm -hmm. But compost. Compost makes this luxurious, rich, dark-looking, mulchy material. You don't want to use it very thick. Which is even better. You just want to put a thin layer, so not only will it help your plants, but it just looks really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have we compost just for the environmental reasons, and I am I don't have a garden, so I'm like, I don't know where to use it. But You're it's just, just creating this beautiful, great soil. Yeah, yeah, we're essentially just creating mm-hmm. great soil. It's so beautiful, and I'm still I put a little bit on my plants here and there, but yeah. It's really They'll good. Probably
3: sprinkle it through your grass. It'd probably be great for your grass. Oh,
2: yeah. I don't know if it would just make it dirty or something. I don't know. Yeah. No. If you have Look recommendations <laughs> on how I can use my compost, let me know.
3: Nice. I also like the tip just to consider color, where you can mm-hmm. utilize pops of color in your backyard. One of the things that I realized— So I had a garden and a veggie garden and some lawn when my husband and I lived with my grandmother and took care of her for a year. And that was such a great experience, gardening and all of that. But one thing that I realized is I didn't, it can be so expensive. Like we can get caught up in wanting our yards to look really nice, especially at the the start of spring and throughout the summer when we're spending more time outdoors. But it's a lot of money. And so to look around what you already have or what the thrift stores have or what's being sold on Facebook Marketplace, and even if you have mismatched planters or mismatched kind of lawn things spray painting it all the same color. I had Mm a ton of different plastic planters that were all different colors and I just spray painted them all black and they weren't all the same style planter, but now they were all the same color. So I prefer a more clean look and that I, I was amazed. I didn't realize that plastic could be spray painted as well as it could and it was a really inexpensive way to make the outdoors look a lot nicer and not investing a ton of money in planters, which can be very expensive. Planters are super expensive, but they do
2: make uh, spray paints that are specifically for outdoor furniture, specifically for plastics, specifically to you know weather outdoor material mm-hmm. or on outdoor materials. So it's easier to find durable spray paints and much cheaper than buying new planters. You mm-hmm. can. Go to plant swaps. I know that. So we, when you know, when there's no global pandemic going on, we have plant swaps every quarter, and oh. uh, there will be places. You just look. There's usually an like an agricultural society or some kind of like hobby club in your city, and they will do plant swaps either for members. Sometimes they will invite the public, and then look at, you can swap plants for free and you can take people's leftover pots that they don't want, their leftover like garden tools and stuff that they don't want. And so unfortunately, usually the ones that are open to the public happen on Earth Day. Uh, So nobody had any this year, but so just Mm. keep this in mind, look on local Facebook groups and local, you have time just to look on what your community offers in way of like, agricultural and plant clubs and meetups love that tip jen Mm, yeah so with like plants if you're looking to put plants in those planters that are full grown we find that like facebook marketplace there will be so we got ours this uh nursery was going out of business and unfortunately you might find this is a great time to find going out of business sales which is extremely depressing, but mm-hmm. be on the lookout for them. And we we found one that was going out of business. This was a while ago. And we were able to get really good deals on buying all of our plants there. And we found that on Facebook Marketplace. Mm, nice. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Tons of ways to get what you need without just resorting to buying immediately from the mm-hmm. easiest place.
1: Call 800 333 kia for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. Bean Dad. The dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: Did you like anything else on this list? I also liked how they described planting useful plants. I know we're going to get a bit more Mm -hmm. into what to plant in our next article, but this just speaks so it resonates with me so much of Mm -hmm. this idea of form and function, that it's beautiful, but also serves a purpose. And so with this, we can think planting items that might deter or repel insects or items that produce veggies or fruits that we can be taking advantage of. So gardens don't just need to be Flowers, although that's great too, because Mm -hmm. that can serve the function of keeping me happy (laughs) in a nice mental state because I have something pretty to look at. But yeah, I learned recently that there's all sorts of plants that you can bet yourself that I'm going to be planting immediately when we're in Florida that keep away different types of pests. Yes. Lavender being one of them. The Mm. lavender is like the Cadillac of plants, apparently. It repels moths, fleas, flies, mosquitoes. Basil repels mosquitoes and house flies. Peppermint keeps away ants and spiders, Mm -hmm. mosquitoes. Rosemary keeps away fleas and ticks. So even if you don't have a green thumb, but you've got a ton of pests in your backyard, even just consider lining your property with this.
2: Yeah. And it doesn't have to be a lot. It can just be like Mm -hmm. a plant here and there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, so that you can use it and then... (laughs) No, my grass
3: will be lavender.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I can see that. Yeah. If you said that, I wouldn't not believe you. (laughs) Thanks. The last one I liked on this list is to opt for natural perennial ground covers. Mm -hmm. So, and it's saying that uh, weed killers are, they're expensive. They're not good for the environment. So instead of going with like things where maybe you can see weeds, go for these inexpensive natural perennial ground cover options And you won't have to worry about weeds, like killing weeds. You won't be able to see them. Yeah. So, a few of the ones that they recommend would be uh, creeping periwinkle. That one's one of the most uh, least expensive. Violets and pansies, early snow glories, walk on me time, like the, and then moss flocks. That one sounds fun. Yeah. But yeah, so. Just maybe adding some of those and skipping the roundup.
3: Mm -hmm. And a lot of these grow really quickly, too. They will Mm -hmm. spread. My mom has sedum in what? as an alternative to ground cover and to kind of keep out weeds. And it has spread so much and it looks really cool. It doesn't, I mean, weeds aren't growing up through it. It's kind of spread around her other shrubbery and hostas and that kind of thing. And yeah, it's very unique. I really like it. So,
2: yeah. And then you don't have to worry about like changing it out. I'm sure every year it just kind of goes. hmm
3: season oh my word yeah and then you can just dig up a chunk and put it someplace else and it spreads even in one season it really yeah so I mean you got to keep an eye on it because some of these things can be quite invasive because they're so hardy yeah but great ground cover
2: yeah but this is like one of those things where if you're going to go to the you know plant exchange just dig up a little bit and Mm -hmm. bring it over So that'd be really easy.
3: Just a few other notes that I liked in this article. I won't spend a ton of time on them, but I like their suggestions of considering lighting in your backyard or front yard, wherever you spend the most of your time. And this doesn't have to be an expensive outdoor lighting that you get from the store. This could be your... Christmas lights that you just keep out from Christmas and hang them up in your, you know, in your tree or on your patio porch or wherever. And that can make the outdoors really nice. I also like the recommendations for considering fire pits and outdoor seating in inexpensive ways. Again, they Mm -hmm. list out a couple of ideas under each of these categories of how you can find these things in inexpensive ways. Yeah, fire pits do not have to be expensive. You can look around your yard and do it. You don't have to excavate and level your ground and do all this crazy stuff. You can just make a fire pit.
2: Yeah, and for outdoor furniture, that's one of the best things to find for free on Marketplace or Craigslist because it's going to be outdoors anyway, so it doesn't need to be brand new quality. Mm-hmm. It's something that you can sand down, restain, and leave outside and not care if it only lasts for two or three years because you got it for free. Mm-hmm. So, And that's yeah. honestly, even if you buy something new, it only lasts for a few years outside anyway. So why would you spend
3: money on it? And spray paint covers up a world of troubles. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's so good. So good.
2: All right. For our next article, just it's not, you know, dumpster budget, but it's from an <laughs> Oregon cottage. And uh, it's Gardening to Save Money, 10 Plants to Grow.
3: Yes. This is the one. I liked this one because I think especially for beginners or newbies, there's always this question of, what should I grow? Like I, you, you might get to the point of, I want to try to plant a couple of things. What should I do? Or we can get super overzealous and want to just do it all. And this kind of helps us find the radical middle of, okay, here's some suggestions of the things that grow well, the things that can be really useful, the things that can produce high yield through the growing season. So this is a handy article to have and certainly the first one on this list is herbs. So they say and I'm sorry Jen maybe this just does not ring <laughs> true for you but herbs are womp, womp. easy to grow. Herbs are not typically bothered by pests as I mentioned with the last article that there's it's mostly herbs that can repel pests even. So you're not dealing with these things getting eaten up. Also they can grow in mediocre soil. You can keep herbs indoors, you can grow them in a little pot on your porch. It doesn't have you don't have to have an entire garden to grow herbs. So I like their suggestion for basil. There's so much that you can do with basil, everything from caprese mm. salad to pesto. Holy smokes, Jen. I've gotten into pesto hard lately. Man,
2: who hasn't? Pesto is It's the best, though. Uh, And it freezes well.
3: (laughs) You're a mom. We just kind of
2: expect it. I knew I shouldn't have said it before it
3: came out, and then it did. (laughs) And then it just already did. Now you got to do a jig. Do like a mom jig.
2: (laughs) That's that's it. If you're on the YouTube channel, you saw my jig. Yes. Yeah. So I I picked this article because, yes, the author says these are 10 high-yield, low-cost, easy to grow vegetables, fruits, and herbs. So yeah, definitely. I am inspired to maybe try basil again. And this is so basil and parsley are her two like major herb recommendations. And I do think like basil and parsley are just beautiful. Yeah. And her second recommendation is lettuce and greens. And I can tell you my father-in-law He has a mostly blueberry farm, but he always is growing lettuce because it grows so fast and so easy and i mean it doesn't sell the best but it takes him like nothing to grow and maintain mhm
3: so, so and yeah, who doesn't love some salads in the summertime so that's yes. perfect you've got a whole meal right there just in growing yeah. your lettuce
2: and she says romaine is the highest yielding type of leaf lettuce mhm and i know that one and then kale is always abundant at his farm mhm so but yeah i love romaine
3: mhm yeah And squash is also super high yield and there's so much that you can do with all of these things that she lists, which I think, yeah, there's so many reasons why they're great. But with squash, you've got the opportunity to do veggie noodles and make breads with it and do stir fries and Mm -hmm. roasted veggies and grilled veggies and so many different combinations with squash. Pick the squash that you like and yeah, it's known to do well.
2: Yeah. And she says one zucchini plant is legendary for feeding entire neighborhoods Uh, at the height of its season.
3: It is no lie. We had a garden one time, even at at this home that I worked at. And one year we grew a zucchini. I don't know how I didn't notice it. It's like overnight it grew to the size of a toddler. (laughs) <laughs> one zucchini. We were holding it like I mean, maybe I'm being a little dramatic, but it was definitely the size of a baby. Oh my it, it, gosh. Like you could hold it in your cradle it like a baby. Uh-huh. <gasps> yeah, we were a little stressed. Like, how are we gonna finish this whole thing? Oh my god. Oh yeah, out of one zucchini. We made we made breads and spaghetti and sliced it up and stir-fried. Like, like, yeah, it it's not, it's no joke. You you will have food for weeks. Uh, You got to like zucchini, though. You got to like zucchini or sell it to your friends for that money. (laughs) Or give it away to be kind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Win people to you.
2: Yes. (laughs) I like that hot peppers are on this list. Mm. Like jalapenos, ancho, Anaheim. I love me some hot peppers. But it's a little it's lower down on the list. So yeah. I don't know if I would make it. I don't know if my skill would make it this far down the list. I'd probably start with with basil and zucchini. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I I only did decent with my jalapenos when I did them. I maybe got four or five in the whole season. I'm not I'm not like an amazing green thumb. I can do a garden. So yeah, maybe start. With something else. I mean, or try it, whatever, try it. Yeah. I do think it's important to pay attention to the climate that you live in and the different varieties or types of roots and veggies that can be grown in your area. I think that's just a given, but Mm -hmm. I do think it's worth stating because I saw raspberries on this list and I was like, yeah, I wanna grow raspberries. And then I'm like, wait, I don't think I can in Florida. And sure enough, I can't. Yeah. So that's unfortunate. But strawberries. Yeah,
2: so actually in Florida at my in-law's farm, their entire thing is blueberries, blackberries, and strawberries. So mm-hmm. literally that's the only berry mm-hmm. that you shouldn't do. Yeah. But
3: all the other berries, all of sure, them. Sure, that's fine. It's just that raspberries are my
2: favorite. Sorry. You can also do real good tomatoes here too. Okay,
3: so yeah, that's like beautiful, very aer- different like, from raspberries, y- oh, but okay, thank okay. you. It's uh, okay. Uh, I do like bruschetta, but it is very different from raspberries and some vanilla ice cream. Oh, okay. No. Okay. Oh, well. It's the one thing that North has going for
2: it. I know. I'm a, I have a zucchini in the fridge. Do you think I could
3: plant it? Just put it in the ground? Can, can you do that? I think that you would start by like slicing. I mean, look up propagation, but I think you'd slice the top off, put it just above water, let it grow some roots, and then you'd put it in the ground. You lost me at propagation. (laughs) But I warned you. Add hello. I
2: have nothing else to say about this. Do you have
3: anything else? No. All right. So now it's time for the Bill Bill of the Week. week.
0: right. It's time for the best minute of your entire week. Maybe a baby was born and his name is William. Maybe you paid off your mortgage. Maybe your car died and you're happy to not have to pay that bill anymore. Duck bills, Buffalo bills, Bill Clinton. This
1: is the bill of the week. Hi, this is Amanda. My bill of
2: the week is my utility bill. We have equal pay, but they adjust it every six months. I just got the new one today, and it's gone down by $13. I know that's not a lot, but I'm still pretty excited because that's $13 less a month for the next six months. One more thing. My son loves listening to the Bill of the Week with me. He's 15. And so when I said I was excited about this one, he encouraged me to call it in to you guys and said, go do it right now. So I just thought... It was fun that my teenage son is so excited about the Bill of the Week and helping us save money. Thanks. Yes. I love that, too. I I mean, teenage boys are not our demographic, but, like, I'll take it.
3: Yes. (laughs) Amanda and your son, this is so amazing. Thanks for listening. Thanks for enjoying this crazy segment that we just thought was funny, but... People are calling in, so we appreciate yes. it. And I'm excited with you for that $13 that you're saving. That is a hoagie and a bag of chips right there. Oh, I was like, in
2: my mind, it was like, that's like two dinners at Chipotle. <laughs> that's
3: like five lunches at Taco Bell. <laughs>
2: Oh my gosh. That
3: is something that you can go do with your son. <laughs> now that he's listening, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you can find some inexpensive lunch or dinner options with those thirteen dollars you saved. Yeah. Or put it away. Put it away for college. Yes. Put it away and for books. Do yeah. the responsible thing. Amanda,
2: you're you're doing great. Amanda was part of my five weeks to five hundred course. Awesome. And yeah. So she's she's doing great. If you want to do great, like Amanda, then, you know, do something like that. And then call us with all the money you've saved in your own bill of the week. FrugalFriendsPodcast.com slash bill.
1: Mm. Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online.
0: Fall in love all over again by listening to Bridgerton, the official podcast, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe to catch a new episode every Thursday.
3: Yes. And now it's time for the
0: The lightning lightning round.
3: round. Yes. It's been a while since I got intense and I just thought I need to keep people on their toes.
2: I feel you. I feel you. So. Today, we are going to share how we maintain our lawns personally and Jill's plans for maintaining her lawn that she will do in so soon. So yeah, so this is kind of first-person accounts of frugal lawn maintenance because we do maintain everything very inexpensively and so that we can splurge in other places. like mm. Jill? Yes. What are your
3: dreams? What are your plans? Mm, oh, I've got, well, this is part of the problem. And I'm going to need you, Jen, and probably the entire Frugal Friends community to like keep me honest, because I have so many things that I want to do indoors and outdoors. And I've got to be good at prioritizing and budgeting and being patient and content and everything that we talk about. Okay, so deep breath with that. I will say that I am personally most concerned about decreasing the degree of maintenance that my lawn over time requires. So I am willing to put in some upfront money to make it so that I don't have to spend a lot of time, energy, resources in the long run On maintaining my yard. What I partly mean by that is I don't plan to have any grass in my backyard. (laughs) So between... Gonna be dirt. Between pebbles and (laughs) stones that you walk on and gardens and my patio, like we're not mowing in our backyard. We'll keep Mm -hmm. the grass in the front yard. That's fine. And we got a free... Yay, friends that uh, don't use their lawnmowers and decide to give it to us, a free battery-powered lawnmower. Because we're like, we're not dealing with gas. We're not doing none of that. We're getting battery-powered lawnmower and we're only having grass in the front yard. I also plan to plant usefully, as we talked about. I do like flowers, but I also really like food. Let's be real. So Mm. veggies are a priority for me. I am hoping to compost, get some of that good soil grow my veggies out of it, feed myself and my husband and you probably too, Jen and Kai and Travis and whatever other friends I make in Florida with my food. I plan to live outdoors quite often. That is my hope with Florida, that I want my backyard to be like quite an oasis. But we do plan to do all the work ourselves. I don't plan on hiring anybody to come in and do that for me. So yeah, it'll be a lot of our own labor, but making it look nice, using things that I already have on my property. So something I also plan to do, as we've talked about already, is propagating. So if I have a plant on my property that I know I already like, chopping a hunk off of it, rooting it, putting it in the ground someplace else, but also like you mentioned, Jen, finding plant swaps or friends who have plants that I like. And yeah, you can take hunks of plants off. I mean, research how to do it, but you can take pieces of plants off and help them to grow into their own plant themselves. And that's a way to not have to buy plants. Although I will say that nurseries and Lowe's and Home Depot do have some great clearance plants. If you check the clearance section, sometimes you can get some really nice plants for like a dollar or two. So that'll probably still stay in my repertoire.
2: Okay, there it is. But I'd probably kill those even faster (laughs) because those are already half dead. You have to be really good at (sighs) at keeping plants alive to buy clearance. We
3: did it. But I'm telling you, Jen, I think I don't think you actually kill plants. So so this is okay. This is another side note. You bring up a really good point. First of all, let's not collect plants if we do constantly kill them. That's not frugal. It's not sustainable. Don't Mm -hmm. take plants if you haven't figured out how to do it yet. Get one plant, figure out how to care for it well, then then go from there. But also check with people who know about plants before you say, oh, this is no good and toss it. So that plant that hangs in your corner of your dining room is not dead. You think it's dead. It's not dead. I should have like shown you things to do to it. But then I got <laughs> distracted by probably your cute baby. <laughs> but yeah, cleaning off the dead pieces, not over watering it, making sure that it's getting the right amount of sunlight for what the plant is. Like these things can be learned. I think sometimes we just throw up our hands and say like, I can't do it. I'm no good. And then we like waste. Don't we do that with so many things in our life? Yeah. Well, yes. And this is one of those things that I think like it can help us develop problem solving skills mm-hmm. and re- like a recycle mentality and yeah, I, there, there's so much yeah. that just caring for plants has like cultivated in me as a person that I, I really do think it's one thing that has perpetuated frugality in me. I can't really quite put it to words I have to put more thought to it, but it really has helped me to kind of be more in tune with like what I'm doing to care for it, notice things, figure things out. It's I do encourage it for all people to learn how to keep a plant alive. Yeah,
2: And I have been able to keep a few succulents alive at this point. Well done. Thank you. And, you know, but if anybody knows how easy a succulent is to keep alive, then
3: Um, you get it. You'd be surprised. People think that you can, like, just put them in your non-sunny bathroom and they're going to be fine because all of these magazine pictures show you that. And it's not true. Succulents need light. You can't just, like, put them on the backseat of your toilet.
2: Yeah, I gave my mom a succulent. Like I I got two from a swap and I gave my mom one and mine just stayed the same size and hers quadrupled because it was on her patio. <laughs> and yeah. And I was like, "Well, this is this is me. This has to be me. They were the same." And uh yeah. It's still but, alive. Yeah, it is. Good job. So, for me, I love being outdoors, but I'm not passionate about immaculate landscaping. Mm-hmm. So we our goal was to put in landscaping and do measure like maintenance measures that would increase the value of our home. And so that was our ultimate goal is mm-hmm. to maybe spend a little more upfront, but it would increase the value of our home. Because we do plan to be here for a long time. But it's, you know, we don't plan to die here. So we did in the front, we, our grass is almost non-existent. It's very patchy. But we do have an area of tropical plants that we got from that nursery and uh, free mulch that we got from a, a stump grinder company.
3: Nice.
2: And then we put sod down. We went directly to a sod supplier Mm -hmm. So not to a landscaper. We went to where like landscaping companies get their sod from. And we bought like a pallet and a half of sod. And we put a lot of water into it to make sure that it stayed alive. So our utility bill were, you know, through the roof. But it, for the most part, has... Uh, been maintained. And, and our house actually had a well water system in it. And we didn't know what it was. Eric actually was the one that told us oh, wow. that that's what it was. And so now we've connected the well water to our sprinkler and that saves us because um, well water is much less expensive than city water. And so that's a way that we are saving money on watering our grass.
3: Nice. All yeah. right,
2: Eric. Yeah. So thanks, Eric. And then the only other thing that we have done is put down pavers. So we put mm-hmm. down a paver driveway in the backyard. So we paved like with pavers about half of our backyard. So when we do do something with the other half of the backyard, it's going to be a lot cheaper than having to grass or or whatever. Yes the the entire backyard and we don't we virtually don't have to maintain it at all, which was Mm -hmm. super important to me. And then we
3: had Mm -hmm. some looks great.
2: Yeah, we had some extra pavers that we did the side of our house that didn't need it, but it was looking kind of busted. And so we did it with the extra pavers. And so Mm -hmm. again, we didn't have enough pavers to do the whole thing. So we actually we found these guys on Facebook and they did our pavers. And did a great job. And then we hired one of the workers from the guy's crew to come back and help Travis. And he brought some pavers with him that we paid for. And they worked on it together. And so that saved us some money doing that small
3: part Mm. of our house. Look at you guys. So creative in the ways yeah. that you tackle these things that could be much more expensive. It sounds like you mm-hmm. did invest in it, but you spent less than you you could have spent on the very right. same thing. So just yeah. being creative with it.
2: Yeah. And we did do if I had to do it over again, I would hire the the guy that was advertising on Facebook in a heartbeat. But I probably wouldn't have had the dude from his crew come back and and do it that way. I probably would have just hired this guy again Mm -hmm. because it wasn't like it was a a licensed company. He's just not a big one. He did really good work. Mm -hmm. And so that was really great. But doing that, you know, his guy. And Travis doing the side, it's fine. It looks and functions fine, but just not as well as our driveway. Mm -hmm. So that would be my advice if I had to do it over again. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, I mean, those are how we're doing it. I can't think of any other things that you would do to your lawn lawn that we have not covered. Pool. So a pool. Yeah. Well, the frugal way to do that is to not get a pool. (laughs) Moving on. Or do it yourself. (laughs) We do
3: plan to do our own natural pool eventually. Oh, yeah. Very inexpensive.
2: Yeah. Pools can get pricey. Yeah. And you just have to be prepared. So if a pricey thing is something you want to put in your backyard, You just have to compromise on other things in other places. So Mm -hmm. if landscaping and your backyard is super important, then you have to compromise on something in your kitchen
3: or your bathroom or something else. But also look into natural pools. We'll do an episode on it when Eric and I do our pool, uh, which could be in a while. But it's essentially like it filters through plants and that kind of a thing. You just need a pump. You can dig it out yourself not by hand Mm. necessarily you might want to rent something
2: but yeah is it like
3: dirt do you put down concrete or is it just you put down like a black mat like they have like thick yeah and then water and we'll talk about it later when we when we do that episode but yeah you can do it really inexpensively
2: all right well tbd tbd that is our show today thanks so much for listening I want to share with you one of the best reviews I've ever received for this show. Uh, It's from Candid Cats. mm. And she says, the Taco Bell of podcasts. These girls are crunchy, saucy, and will save you a ton of money. I love listening to the practical examples they give about real-life situations that I can actually apply there's an episode for everyone. Try the dollar menu today. I didn't even know we had a dollar menu. Oh, it's so we good. are
3: the dollar menu. I am we so are. thrilled. I love to represent the dollar menu at any fast food restaurant. Yes. But mm-hmm. Taco Bell man, and this is referencing a previous episode where we said if anybody wants to review us and call us the Taco Bell of podcasts and Candid Cats, you came through for you us it. You. in the best way.
2: Ah oh, and you are everything right now thank you
3: Thank you, Candid Cats, and thank you to all of our frugal friends who share these episodes on social media. And there's treats in it for you. There's 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 dollar dollar menu <laughs> items in in this for you. Those little cinnamon twisties. <laughs> yes. If you tag the latest episode, so like today's episode, if you tag us on Facebook or Instagram with this episode, you automatically are entered into our monthly drawing and. What that monthly drawing is, it looks like us giving away a $10 Amazon gift card for every tag and review. Jen will talk to you about the reviews, but every every five five tags, sorry, every five tags, (laughs) one we pick out of every five. Still really good
2: odds. Yeah. If you want a $10 Taco Bell gift card, you just have to make that, you just have to preface that in an email that's fine yes. <laughs> so keep leaving us reviews on itunes or stitcher and sending the screenshot to frugalfriendspodcast friends gmail at gmail.com and don't forget to tag at frugal podcast anywhere you are on social sharing the latest episode see ya bye frugal friends is produced edited and mixed by eric sirianni I had Taco Bell this morning to celebrate. do
3: they do breakfast? Jill, do they not do breakfast in Pennsylvania? I I don't know. I got to be honest. I do like Taco Bell, but I do not go there as often as you do.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I hadn't been in a very long time. Um, You just went this morning. (laughs) But before this morning, Jill, (laughs) I got it to celebrate this. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so I got a breakfast crunch wrap with bacon. And Mm. if you know Taco Bell breakfast, you know that's the only thing to get. It is the best and only breakfast crunch wrap with bacon or sausage. Is it crunchy
3: because of the bacon or is it crunchy because of mystery?
2: It's crunchy because of the large hash brown disc.
3: Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Now you want now, some? I, now I
2: see where you're at. Yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and so I bought one, but I did not get one for Travis because he was supposed to be sleeping. He got home at seven a.m. from work, and uh, I took Kai to daycare at eight. And I got home, and he's he wakes up and he sees me eating the Crunch Wrap, and he's like,
3: <sighs> and I was oh, like, no. I'm
2: sorry. You were supposed Did you to give be him the
3: other half of your crunch trap. He I let him have a bite. I let him have a bite. He was supposed to be sleeping. Dude, if I know Travis and his food, you're going to have some making up to do. He said he was going to
2: put his pants on and go to Taco Bell. And I was like, you are not.
3: (laughs) You don't have to put your pants on to go to Taco Bell. (laughs) I said, you are going to Taco Bell with no pants on.
0: (laughs) We're stopping it right there.